Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Here we go. 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 This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Dawson. Bow, bow, bow. I'm Sam Delaney. So what? We're in a slightly echoey backstage area. Call it a green room, possibly. Yeah. At the wardrobe in Leeds. We're about to do another one of our uh, hugely critically acclaimed live shows that we've been doing for the past few days we're in Leeds as I said um, we're ready to go in about half an hour from now we're very excited aren't we we've done our we've joined our hands we've done our acoustic guitar we've, warm up, we've, we've done our yoga we've sent a message to uh, the higher power as we see it yeah as well, as we interpret that and it might be different for each not, of us we're not ever going to say to each other what our higher power is are we Let's the just say I've got a very vivid picture in my head when I'm talking to God. Have you? Yeah, and you don't know what it is, but sometimes while I'm talking to my God, mm-hmm. I slightly glance at you yeah. to look at your, and I reckon I can tell by your facial expressions what God you're, oh, you're picturing. Oh, really? Do you want to have a guess? You can have one guess. Well, let's just say <laughs> she looks, uh, it's a woman. Who looks a lot like Bet Lynch? Oh, <laughs> almost a young yeah. Bet Lynch. Almost. Yeah. There's a great picture someone tweeted today. I know. I see. That's it? why she's on my mind. The Coronation Street ladies. All all away on the holiday in pool. Spain. Yeah. And Bet Lynch was there, and Deidre, 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 they're all there. there. Even fucking Betty was there. Betty was there in what you would call not a bikini, but more of a swimsuit. Yeah. Or, um, not even that. It was one of them things they used to wear back in the nineteen twenties, were like sort of. And all over. It was almost yeah. like one of the ones Northern that the um, that remember when Nigella wore a sort of a, a hijab on the beach once. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, a bit like one then. But um, but then Bet Lynch, uh, Julie Goodyear, was right at the front and just in the right edge of the picture, her left hand. Oh her yeah. Left hand. She had a fag on the go. Yeah. Of course she did. Brilliant. Nice to see a British, a British lady having a fag by the pool on yeah, holiday, isn't it? Of course it is. It's, I don't know, there's something heartwarming. You know, but as, I, as I've documented in the past, I used to get very homesick. Um, and I still do sometimes get homesick when I'm away. Yeah. But it can only take something small like that to warm my heart, remind me of home and, yeah. and let me enjoy the holiday again. Yeah, just something that reminds you of being back at home. But... Yeah, a lady with a cigarette, yeah. her feet dangling in the pool, perhaps some ash... Mm. dropping into, into the, the swimming water. pool and yeah. floating away <laughs> <laughs> yeah so we're in Leeds um, we did London last night um, the second show I don't know a bit low key I thought the audience were a little bit subdued a little bit okay <laughs> now I mean Jesus Christ the, a lot, quite a few of them tweeted us to say they enjoyed it afterwards you and I know a lot of comics we've had a lot of um, you know some of our friends are in that we've game. got lifetime memberships at the Groucho Club yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know I've, I've known a lot of comedians and, and 
you speak to them and they always, you know, you hear comedians going, oh God, you know, we really died last night and oh, you have to pay dues. And I've been saying to you, since we started doing these live shows back in September, oh, it's fucking easy for us, isn't it? Because we've walked into doing this mm. and everyone else who we know, the ones who are like proper comics, they've been fucking doing it for like, you know, years and they have to play the shitty clubs and do the shitty gigs and they've got, like, they all exchange war stories of like dying on stage. I'm like, mm. we don't have that because everyone who buys a ticket to come and see us live already know the podcast. They wouldn't be coming they unless are, they loved it. And they all laugh their heads off. Exactly, they come, loud. they hear all the daft catchphrases and stuff. They're, they're familiar with the material, they're familiar with our personality, they're there ready to laugh. We don't have to win them over. And I thought, what a piece of piss. That's what I thought until last night at nine o'clock at Two North Down in London's King's Cross. If you were there, we're not criticising you personally. Well, some might be. Because I I, I think, really, you know, um, uh, a room, Mm. a room is a living, breathing organism. Yes. And you can never really, you can't control it, you can't tame it. No. You can't get it to jump up and do tricks for you. We try to do all of those things. It is what it is, and you cannot change it. And once you're in that room, mm. and the atmosphere is oh, what it hang is. Oh, someone's at the door. Hello, hello. Oh, hello, mate. You're we're just we're podcast. just recording a podcast at the moment. Okay. Shall I? Oh, you're right. What would you like to say? Uh, you got two intervals. Is that? No. Right? Uh, sorry, you got you got eight, one interval, one two part. Yeah. The ending drum I played on the last at the end. At the very yeah, end. Yeah, at the very end, not at the end yeah. of the first. Cheers. One. That's a good question. These are there who uh, seems to be in charge of things here at the yeah. wardrobe. Nice lad, dressed a little bit like um, Christopher Timothy Christopher from Christopher Timothy. Small. Yeah. yeah, which is a look I appreciate. Very much so. Uh, so, yeah, the room is an organism it is, and it cannot yeah. be tamed. Well, right. that was a fucking, if that was an organism, it was a fucking. It was on a life support machine. It was a flower it? that had died because you'd left it unwatered for three <laughs> days and it was very close to turning to fucking mush. I mean, it was awful. It was it was really like I know what it's like now. I mean, you know, especially the bits where we're on stage on our own. Like when I was reading the bit out. Of, well, I don't want to give away content if you can get. Well, no, actually, I will because we're finishing this show. But there's a bit where you know we read extracts from. Ah, oh, I wouldn't say because no. another show got them all right. All right. Well, whatever. There were bits where we were on stage on <laughs> and literally you're doing it and you and you're thinking literally. I mean, have you never heard the podcast? Because I get it if you don't find this funny, because, you know, maybe it's not to a lot of people, but you've paid your 12 quid. Yeah. You must have heard us doing this. I mean, this is, honestly, this is as good as it gets. This is not the sort of thing you're going to come in off the street when you've not heard it before. It, you know, it, it. those bits were as good as it gets. I mean, if you don't like it, then this is not the show for you. I just, I don't think they didn't like it because we've got lots of tweets and people saying they enjoyed it. And my mate who was there said so he enjoyed it. It's just that... Some some nights you, there's just the room is just not pissed there. enough. Not I mean, pissed enough. The word you're the looking nine for is pm ones. The nine pm ones are always pissed enough. This was Sunday night. You know what London's like now as well. Oh. Everyone's vegan and teetotal. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well, we're in Leeds now, so it'll be all right. Yeah, hopefully yeah. everyone'll be pissed up. We we got this great review though. Um, uh, John Gibson, uh, who came to see us in Edinburgh, has written a review on a site called thewereview.com and uh, I'll just pick out some of my favourite bits. Um, The top strap line, the cell, as we call it in the industry, (laughs) at the top, um, says, an absurdly enjoyable live podcast experience. There you go. Yeah, so we were happy with that. 
Well, Sam Delaney and Andy Dawson have been touring a well-written and at times exceedingly humorous series of podcast memes and new ideas. Memes are a word that I don't really understand or use deploy correctly I thought meme was simply a picture with some words written on it that people shared online but it means something more broader than that doesn't it memories no I don't know I don't know know, but a niece of mine really really took the piss out of me recently for using the word in a way that she felt was incorrect anyway fuck her right Uh, (laughs) blah 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 oh uh, for those paying attention Oh, what? There's a little subtext that only this bloke noticed, apparently. The political satire of Chris Morris is evident. Is it? And Delaney... Yeah. And Delaney... <laughs> in then. Delaney... This is one of the funniest bits. Delaney is no stranger to stunts and political trolling, having knighted Nigel Farage on his ill-fated Russia Today talk show. It's fucking resting. It's Why was it ill-fated? Just because it's not there anymore. I mean, you could call fucking 40 Towers ill-fated. All good shows come and then go, yeah, don't they? Hang on, are you, are you doing the fucking deep dive of this review? There's other funny bits. I don't want any part in that. There's other funny bits. Hang on, hang on. Because we're, we're crossing over the line into self-indulgence. Here's now. a funny bit. Um, yeah, uh, Sandra, uh, Andy Dawson... Um, more than matches the natural exuberance and strangely amusing bravado of Delaney <laughs> as they open the gig with a biz- with a bizarrely committed rendition. Oh, I shouldn't say. You can't say. But can't a bizarrely... Of a, so we, we do open <clears throat> with a song. Anyway, all right, you think it's um, a bit... And then at the end, which really... I'm, I'm enjoying this review. I mean, this is great, mm. right? Really nice. He, he really seems to get the show and enjoy it and we're really flattered by it. And then in the last paragraph, he brings up the fucking pharmacy thing. Oh, what about, there there's need? no need. No. No need. That's done Why now. Why does he bring it up? It stays in the past. That's not even... He's like, yeah, really good, this one. Still, by the way, right, in case you haven't... In case you haven't cottoned on by now, one of them's that cunt is that who said all the fucking shit about the pharmacists. <laughs> yeah, just in case. And here's his, oh, Twitter, no. here's his Twitter handle, in case you want to give him a fucking yeah. dig. Some people just won't let it die, will they? Fucking hell. Anyway, thanks for the review. Um, yeah. What else have we got to talk well, do about? You, do you want a riddle? Yeah. Here's one from Simon Wilson. I don't know uh, what it is. Don't know the answer. I played for a team represented by the over-65s. Mm, pensioners, that's Chelsea, yeah. My overbearing feature is my tiny, angry eyes. I am Dennis Wise. Dennis Wise, yeah. <laughs> Dennis Wise, easy. My first I share with a fire truck... My last would suggest I'm not thick as fuck. Who am I? Yeah, Dennis Wise. Dennis Wise. Nice one, Simon. Right, Dennis, try. Dennis, Dennis Wise. Dennis Oh, right. They make them, do they? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so there's that one. Uh, we haven't had any God observations in yet from anybody, I don't think. Yeah, well, that podcast, they've only had a few hours, and it's quite a big, profound thing to ask people, isn't it? Uh, someone asking if... What is this one about? About us trying to help him meet Rick Astley? What, that's an actual inquiry? It's not going to happen, is it? Hi. Hi, Sam. Like your good self, I have a good wife. However, she has set me a challenge after a mild night of playing music one-upmanship, scrolling through YouTube and declaring that every song's the best song ever, for reference, it's Slight Return by the Blue Tones. I mean, what? that's really weird because we would... I mean, how often do the Blue Tones come up in conversation? I would say, at most in my life, once a year, maximum. Yeah. And we have been sitting there just before recording the podcast 
talking about the well, Blue Jays. Well, not only did I talk about them, he played him out the front there and mm. came into the room a minute ago. He was playing he slight, return. slight return. That Whoa. is fucking weird. This is Cosmos shit. Uh, she sent me the challenge. Anyways, Missy says she sent me the challenge of making contact with Rick Astley. I have minor contact with three famous people. One email and a mention on Top Flight Time Machine from Britain's Best Journalist. Fleeting messages with distraction pieces, rap man, scroobius pip, and a childhood friendship with Hollyoaks own Lee Bombhead Ottaway. Bombhead. <laughs> Please help me, Sandy. You're my only hope. TTFN, PS, if Andy's reading this, I'd also appreciate your help, but realise this sentence would suffice. You're making no sense, mate. You were pissed when you wrote this. this. It seems to be that you want us to help you get in touch with Rick Astley. Can't help. Does it tell you what time of the day he sent the email? Because that's usually quite telling, isn't it? It tells. It seems like a right pissed up one, doesn't it? Feels like a 3.10am email. Yeah. He's on the the drink and he might even be on something else as well. Yeah, the powders. The fucking filings. He's on the tablets, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. he's on the old drug tablets. (laughs) <laughs> you've been on the drug tap you've been on them drug tablets again I'm just looking to see uh, yeah it was 2.33 in the morning yeah mm. there we are that's that then um, <laughs> that's that one Stuart sorted. Ives has emailed us again I'm reading this out without checking it first I have the best TV show pitch from anywhere whatever uh, anyone from anywhere would have heard since probably the wall do you have a pen he says yes yes we do in this show, Sam Delaney has to go into the lives of the British public and do their jobs for a week. First episode will, of course, be a pharmacist. Barista for week two, week three, butcher, week four, tree doctor. Final week for shits and giggles, SES. He is, of course, challenged to do so and assessed on how well he did by Andy Dawson and Ainsley Harriet, because why fucking not? Mm. Yeah, I'm nah. Jalapeno. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Jalapeño. I've done all that shit anyway, man. I'm always, you know, in the past I've done loads of these things where you spend a day doing some other cunt's job. A couple of them I've done. I've mm. done a far, pig farmer on Jimmy's farm. Jamie okay. Oliver's mate. Yeah, I did that for The Guardian years ago. I did a day out on an SAS training course with fucking Chris Ryan, also mm. for The Guardian. Because, mm-hmm. as you know, throughout my career, whatever I do, I always try to Training involve Chris, Chris Ryan in some because way. Because he's your best friend. He's my best friend, and I thought... Sustain the friendship, And that bring my best friend along. Plus, Chris... Oh, it's Chris Ryan from the SAS. Chris really likes me to get involved in his work wherever possible as well. Yeah. If he's doing special ops or anything like that. But I don't know if you watch many of the Mission Impossible movies... Very often I'm like the Simon Pegg character. Right. You know, so I won't always be getting involved in the physical action, Mm. but I'll be like on my laptop hacking into things to like open doors, a bit like R2-D2, and also lending a bit of light comic relief at moments of high tension. That's what he likes me around for. The brains. Brains and the fun. Yeah. Brains and the fun, that's what they call me. Brains and the fun. So that's good. I've got a riddle here. Mm. riddle me that it's been a long week I'm tired I fucked up I sent you a blank email yeah I noticed that Ben Edwards you dickhead anyway here is my riddle 
I've got it within the first two lines, okay. but you, let's right. see if you can get it. Once a hammer, but first a ram. Mm-hmm. All arms and legs, his style not glam. He left for Red Devils and one Great Dane, left for dead on the open plain. With a run and a shot, they just couldn't stop. So why do the fans chant, lamb chop, lamb chop? It's mm. not Wordsworth, but it passed two hours of a very long and fucking boring day at work. Two, two, two hours to write that. Once a hammer, but first a ram, so it's... That's uh, oh, one chop, Paolo one chop. Paolo one chop. He's almost giving you the fucking answer at the end, he's written <laughs> lamb chop, lamb chop. Unbelievable. Four. Um, here's another one, Matt Knight. I'm the grooviest mover in the cup and a vital tool to tighten things up. At playing golf, I'm doing all right. In spring, I'm moist after the night. Answering right below, like that spy fella from last week. Okay, <laughs> this is quite hard. I'm the grooviest mover in the cup and a vital tool to tighten things up. Well, spanner. that's a spanner, isn't it? But there's no player called spanner. It's a random spanner. Alan Key. Something, something spanner. Span. What about um? What else do you use? Okay. Playing golf, I'm doing all right. Mm. In spring, I'm moist after the night. Dew, lawn, grass, spanner grass. (laughs) Yeah, it's spanner grass. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's fucking hard. This, and I also because I'm looking at my phone, I don't know how to. I'll have to find it on mine. Who's it from? Uh, Matt in Darlington. You've confounded us there, Matt. I've got to admit. Fucking hell. Is he it's Alan Pardew. Alan Pardew. Alan, Alan, Alan Key. Key. I said that. I said yeah. Alan Key. Yeah, and then Par, I'm doing golf. all right in golf. And, and you. I should have got that, you know. We had and a I'm the grooviest mover in the cup. He's yeah, obviously danced, didn't dance, he? When that's he's very good. Very you good. Defeated us, Jimmy. That is um, good, man. Our our number one top diversified farmer, Lewis Clare, has been in touch. Oh, he sent us an email. Sam's cat story reminded me of a bizarre cat experience I had a few years ago. My now wife and I were living with our two cats in a Manchester terrace. It was one of those streets where there was fucking loads of cats and a lot of intercat politics at mm. play. I like that. That would be a good podcast itself. Yeah. Especially if it was done by the cats. Yeah, cat drama. Yeah. yeah. Well, I suppose they'd done the film Cats and that yeah, was a big failure. So he says, um, one night in the very early hours, I was fast asleep having a thoroughly bizarre dream where I was in an old school London pub, which was hosting a bizarre blood sport event, a bit like dog fighting, but with armoured otters. Mm. Good. Uh, you see why you end up running the farm, can't you? <laughs> uh, I started chatting to a man at the bar who said to me, you know what? You look a lot like Ian McWinfrey, but less gear. Who's Ian McWinfrey? All right. At that exact moment... A fat ginger and white cat that was cock... Hang on, he's doing a fucking dream email here. Oi. He snuck a dream email You in. know the fucking rules. I can't believe he's done it. And Lewis, of all people, we can usually bank on him. He's just put bizarre cat experience at the top. And so obviously you're going to read that. Yeah. It's like when people put something like... What people have done to try and cheat our algorithms, the algorithms of our minds, yeah. is that they've worked out that they, if you put in something in the title that triggers us, yeah. so they'll go sexy big boob Euro 96. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Level we'll 42. Read, looking at and we'll go, oh, this sounds good. Because <laughs> they know how fucking simple-minded we are. And next thing you know, we're fucking balls deep in some cunt's boring dream. In his defence, like, and, uh, you know, and against us, 
the title of the email is actually When Cats Attack Dreams. <laughs> so there's a clue there. But anyway, we'll, we'll go on with it. Mm. Uh, a fat ginger and white cat that was cock of the street had made its way in <laughs> through our non-microchipped cat flap. Oh. oh, this is back to real life. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, and jumped onto our bed. One of our cats who was asleep on the bed went absolutely fucking mental. I was woken up by the loudest cat ruckus imaginable and the missus leapt out of bed to chase the invader out of the house. She returned a few minutes later to find me still in bed Mm -hmm. on my phone. What the fuck are you doing? You could have helped, she yelled at me. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. I was Googling who Ian McWinfrey is. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Uh, Turned out, Lewis says, Mm -hmm. turned out to be no one. But the fat ginger and white cunt was henceforth called Ian McWinfrey by us until the day we moved out. Oh, so Lewis Clare, your diversified right. farmer and raconteur. Yeah, we let you off the dream chat. I had to re- we had to lay down some extra. Fantastic. Only this morning, the kids started talking about a dream. And my missus had to say, look, you know the rules. The rules of the house are no, no dream chat, right? We, the kids know this. Because kids' dreams are, like, even worse. Yeah. Because like, they can't even begin to fashion it into a decent anecdote, right? Yeah. They just go on and on and on. Mm. And so we've said to them, look, no dream chat, dream chat, mm. shit. Might as well teach them young. But we've noticed it trickling back in a little bit. Yeah. Like, they'll say Turn it to themselves. each other. Well, they'll say it to each other and think if they're not actually directly addressing a parent, it's all right. But anyway, uh, I know we're, we're almost out of time, but there's this really good email that um, I've been meaning to read out title again brilliant title to suck us in with world's hardest bear yes by kenny lecky this email is was in edinburgh the other day found this statue in princess street gardens dedicated to the world's hardest bear what check yeah w-o-j-t-e-k Wojtek let's call him Wojtek stop me there on the way up to Edinburgh the other day I was on the train and the the train went past there was an Asda Mm. and then seemingly next to the Asda but sort of in the middle of nowhere Mm. there was a big statue of a bear was this in Edinburgh? It was on the outskirts of Edinburgh. Yeah, this is the cunt that he's talking oh, is this about. Oh, yeah. Glasgow? No, in Edinburgh. Oh, that's what this is then? This is the cunt, yeah. Sorry. So, he says, Wojtek was so hard that he served alongside Polish soldiers to fight the Nazis in World War Two. I mean, if you could train bears to fight right. and follow orders, then no, they'd this all... this is Princess Square. This is, this is Princess Street Gardens. This is in the centre. All right. It's a different bear. During his tenure as private, he fought in the Battle of Monte Cassino carrying artillery and generally being a massive fuck-off bear. (laughs) His hobbies included wrestling, drinking pints and eating fags, according to Wikipedia. And then he's given us an extract from the Wikipedia. It says this, Wojtek initially had problems swallowing and was fed condensed milk from an old (laughs) vodka bottle. I'm I'm having a bit of trouble swallowing here. I don't know what it is. I can't get the fags down. (laughs) It's getting sort of... (coughs) It's fucking dry. I, I mean, if it, has anyone got strips in or something like that? No, I don't like the only ginger. I want a blackcurrant one. Yeah, I've got one. any condensed milk. I mean, that slips right down. Oh, yeah, great. Right, he was subsequently given fruit, marmalade, honey and syrup. <laughs> and was often rewarded with beer, which became his favourite drink. Yeah, sure did, yeah. <laughs> he later also enjoyed smoking or eating cigarettes as well as drinking coffee and was like, ah, I'll smoke them or eat them, I'm not fussed. Call it a bear's breakfast. I'll have a coffee, that double espresso, no milk, and then I'll eat a couple of fags. 
or sometimes to mix it up I have a combo which is I smoke one eat one smoke one eat one lovely he also would sleep with the other soldiers if they were ever cold in the night Uh, hey 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 Sergeant, you're away. You're cold, mate. <laughs> you're a bit cold. Uh, no, I'm, I'm fine. Yeah, you're I'm fine. Oh, it's, it's, it's no bother at all. I've got this lovely, it seems unfair, I've got this lovely, lovely deep fur coat, right? Well, I'll, I'll be a big you spoon. Lot, You'll be little spoon. All Come you've on. got is your, is your skin. It's not fair, is it? Come <laughs> on, get, I'll cuddle right up. No, no, please don't. Oh, don't be shy. Come on. No, no, I said that, that thing poking into you there. Don't worry about that. That's just nature. That's bear stuff, right? It's all normal bear stuff. In the bear world, that's normal. <laughs> anyway, lads, try and enjoy Edinburgh, although it's mainly shite and full of Tories. Oh, fucking, fucking hell. hell. That came from nowhere. Well, we, we thought it was nice and we didn't meet any Tories as far as we know, but I did stay in my hotel room for almost the, the entire time. time. Yeah. Um, so anyway, That's that good. is brilliant. Thank you for I getting in touch. And any more, story- oh, is- any more stories about Wojtek, please get in yeah, touch. Yeah, if you know what that one is on the outskirts of Edinburgh that's near the Asda. It's such an amazing bear. Yeah, it, it, let us know. It might well be... It's such an amazing bear. It might well be that, that they've got more than be. one it statue. It sounds like it fucking deserves more than one, doesn't it? Yeah. Right, that's up, that's up from us. Just quick before we go. All right. Quickly before we go. I mean, can, we've got a short do, but can, whatever. Can you quickly tell the mad, mad story of your mate and the cosmos and oh. Isabard Kingdom Brunel? Yes. Now, there's a reference to Isabard Kingdom Brunel in our live show. That's all I'm going to say. Because so why wouldn't there be? Yeah, of course. My mate Phil, who came to see us, he's from Sunderland, but he was uh, he was down with his son up here at Portsmouth at the weekend, and then he was in London on Sunday night, so he came to see us. Uh, and he said, where is it? Uh, we stayed in the Isambard Kingdom Brunel Premier Inn in Portsmouth, mm. parked the car in the Isambard Kingdom Brunel car park, passed a pub called the Isambard Kingdom Brunel on our way for food. Um, we did obviously our Isambard Kingdom Brunel bit in the show, and on the same day there was a horse running called Isambard Kingdom Brunel, which he backed and it won. Back off! He says, now I find that Brunel was born 9th of April, same birthday as me. Fucking Get a hell. Lord of that. What are the fucking So odds? what is the message the Cosmos is trying to send you? That's what we never can work out. We know the Cosmos is getting involved, but it's really hard to interpret it. If anyone can interpret that, I think it could be telling your mate that he should think about investigating um, retraining as an engineer. Probably could be that, and then he, that. Could, he could make a fucking Pacquiao yeah. out. I mean, yeah. the engineer game now, that's where the money is. Knock a couple of bridges out a year, you're fucking made. Should we ask the as if the, the cosmos has ever, you know, yeah. done them a, a full house like that before? D- d- yeah, full house. We're yeah, not talking about a couple of things, we want at least three. Yeah, where there's just one message. So, we, we are going to be looking out over the next 24 hours or so for any further references to uh, Slight Return by the Blue Tones because yeah. we feel we're not full out but we feel as if there's something going on with that and then we need to interpret it if you've had any recent full houses please get in touch and tell us if you managed to make sense of them because that is the eternal conundrum you can mm-hmm. see it but can you work out what it means exactly what it's, what it's trying to instruct you to do there we are there you go just um, we're going to go and do our show now here at Leeds it's going to be great uh, if you're seeing us in Nottingham on Tuesday we're looking forward to seeing you uh, love to everyone TTFN keeping hunting dickheads
Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com.